Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines on this Monday, July the 5th, as we continue our journey through the book of Revelation. Uh, Tasha and I will be on vacation the next two weeks after this, so there will be a more significant pause in Stress to the Nines. Uh, so we will resume near the end of July. But we'll be with you all this week. When I come back from vacation, we will be closing in on the conclusion of Revelation, and we will be able to move through that without any problems or interruptions. So anyway, one week of Stress to the Nines, then two weeks off, then back in perpetuity forever. All right, let's read verses 14 to 20 of chapter 14 of the book of Revelation. Then I looked, and there was a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was one like the Son of Man, with a golden crown on his head, and a sharp sickle in his hand. Another angel came out of the temple, calling with a loud voice to the one who sat on the cloud, Use your sickle and reap, for the hour to reap has come, because the harvest of the earth is fully ripe. So the one who sat on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was reaped. Then another angel came out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. Then another angel came out from the altar, the angel who has authority over fire, and he called with a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, Use your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of the vine of, of the earth, for its grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle over the earth and gathered the vintage of the earth, and he threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden outside the city. And blood flowed from the winepress as high as a horse's bridle for a distance of about 200 miles. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Not a comforting passage at all today. Uh, this is the manifestation of God's wrath. This is where the title of the great John Steinbeck novel, The Grapes of Wrath, comes from. This passage in Revelation. It's also the passage that is cited in the Battle Hymn of the Republic with the words, He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. So kind of famous, but not for any real fun or happy reasons. God's wrath is unleashed against those who worshiped the beast. There is a winnowing in this harvest, as there is throughout scripture in harvest imagery. And here the wheat go off with Jesus as people who were faithful. The grapes, on the other hand, are smashed as those who were unfaithful and worshiped the beast. I think whether or not we take this passage literally or take it figuratively, the takeaway here is the danger of idolatry. This danger has been pervasive throughout scripture, and it is entirely clear in the book of Revelation that idolatry itself is the undoing of the common person. The idea that we would worship the Roman emperor, worship the powers and principalities of this world, uh, worship wealth, worship our own image uh, instead of God, are the things that separate us from God. They are a profound root of our sin. Idolatry here has dire consequences for those during the reaping, as John describes it. And so those who gave in to temptation, those who worshiped the beast, those who held uh, the beast up as being equal to or greater than God, suffer the greatest punishment. And those who remained faithful even in the midst of persecution, they are the ones who were reaped by Jesus and carried away to better things. It's not complicated. 
uh, for John's listeners who were persecuted Christians doing their best to resist the Roman Empire, this would have been good news. It would have been encouraging. It would have reminded them to stay the course. For us and our vantage point in the 21st century, while it's a little more complicated, it nonetheless reminds us of the dangers and perils of worshiping other gods. So that's the message this morning. Let's pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for what you have done for us. Give you thanks for the ways in which you have shaped us. We pray that on this day you would guide us and strengthen us, help us to turn our focus and our lives to you. We thank you for what you have done in our lives. We thank you for the work that you have done in this world. We pray for mercy and grace for all people. And we offer this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace. Peace.